You're listening to the Mission Motherhood Podcast, episode 31. And today we have a really amazing guest joining us on the podcast. Her name is Dr. Lawyer Laura Froyan. I, for some reason, always mess up her name. Laura Froyan. <laughs> she is a, res- a peaceful parenting and respectful relationship coach. And she is helping us to cultivate intentionality in our holiday season with our children. I'm really excited for this episode, you guys. You are going to get so much from it. I really love how Dr. Froyan helps us to really think about how we want to communicate um, or what we want to communicate to our children this holiday season and honestly in general. I love the way that she approaches it with a perspective of what do you want your children to remember when they're thinking about their holiday season in 30 years as they're beginning to create their own memories with their children and their spouses. And I was like, wow, I have never thought about it like that before. That is so profound. And it really helped to get me to start thinking about the way that I want to cultivate um, intentionality with our holiday season. And I know I can be a little bit more on the lazy side when it comes to things like holidays. I'm just super simple. I like to keep it simple. I, Of course, I like to keep make things meaningful. And I do think about what I want to communicate with my children. But I will be honest and say I haven't dug as deep as Laura really challenges us to dig. And I just love how she gets so heartfelt. Like she's very, very deep with it. And I am not always the deepest person when it comes to matters of the heart. I can tend to be very headstrong and very analytical and very practical. And she really challenges me and will challenge you to get beyond that and really think about what are we communicating with our children? How are we communicating um, communicating it? And what's important to us as mothers? What's important to our spouses? How do we bring all that together and really make our holiday season exactly what we desire it to be and uphold the morals and values that we believe in? Now, um, Laura is not a faith-based coach, so we don't approach it from a biblical perspective. Um, And therefore, there might be something that is said that is not aligned biblically. And and really there there isn't. I don't think there's anything that that is in our conversation that's not aligned biblically, but I just want to make sure I point that out that she's not a biblical coach. So we're not touching on scripture necessarily. We're not talking about how to um, make sure that we are communicating the gospel of Jesus Christ in Christmas or things of that nature. We're not talking about it from that perspective, but you can take the information that Dr. Laura gives you and you can, um, make sure that you essentially take her framework and then you can say, okay, if I know that I want to communicate and teach my children that Christmas means, the um that, that we're celebrating Christmas because we're celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ and we want to teach the gospel. Well, how can I take what matters to me and what I want to communicate and and how I want my children to remember this and and what matters to my husband and then how can we create family traditions and family activities and memories, etc., that align with that. So it's all about taking what matters to you, what matters to your family, and then figuring out how to communicate that and then execute it in a way that will be memorable for your children and, of course, you and um, the rest of your family. So a little bit before we dive in, just want to give you a brief um, background about Dr. Laura. She has her PhD in human development and family studies with a specialization in couple and family therapy. And again, she is a peaceful parenting and respectful relationship coach, and she is a self-compassion advocate. So without further ado, here is Dr. Laura Froyan. 
Welcome to the Mission Motherhood Podcast, a podcast created to help you conquer the mental load of motherhood so you can be intentional with the missions God has called you to both in and out of motherhood. Here, you will learn how to manage it all, your time, your home, your family, your career, and more, so you can go from feeling overwhelmed and stretched thin to mothering with joy and living fully on purpose for the Lord. If you're ready to change your motherhood narrative, reclaim your joy, own your time, and get back to your mission, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, founder, and CEO of Mission Motherhood, Caroline J. Sumlin. Ready? Let's do this. Thank you so much, Laura, for being on the show today. I'm so excited to have you. I know I I just introduced you to my audience in the introduction, but can you please tell us more about yourself, what you do as a respectful parenting coach? Um, Tell us about your podcast. Tell us about your mission. Tell us about you and why respectful parenting is so important to you. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you very much for having me. I'm very happy to be here with you. Uh, Yeah. So um, I... I believe wholeheartedly that uh, when we can be more compassionate with ourselves and more um, gentle and respectful with our kids, that we allow for deeper and more authentic connections. And that really allows for more joy and happiness and fulfillment in our lives. So that's what I do. I help parents become more conscious in their parenting, more purposeful in their parenting, um, so that they can have deeper, more authentic connections with their children, with their partners and with themselves. Mm, That is so good. And it's so necessary. And I don't think enough people are talking about the, the importance of being purposeful in their parenting. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that? What does it mean to be purposeful in your parenting? Yeah, so oftentimes we are parenting out of habit, um, maybe by the the way we were parented when we were growing up, or the way we think we're supposed to be doing it, um, what we think is important, kind of we have these old ingrained scripts about um, kids should be respectful, kids shouldn't talk back, kids should do what they say, they should be seen and not heard, we have all of these kind of ideas. And they don't necessarily always match up with what we truly believe about children and how children grow and learn and what children are, what we want for our kids. Um, So a big part of my work is helping parents come home to their true core values, what their deepest hopes and dreams and wishes are for their kids and start parenting in alignment with that. Mm, That's really good. Um, How do you do that? How do you, how would a parent come home to that? What would be one thing that you could tell us that if we wanted to just begin to make some shifts towards that today, that we can do to become more intentional in our parenting? Yeah. So getting, sitting down, maybe if you're parenting with a partner, sitting down and just chatting a little bit about what your hopes and your dreams are for your kids. Do you want to raise kids who know who they are, who have an inner voice that they listen to, uh, who know how to be kind and respectful and empathetic, uh, who know how to be critical thinkers and question what is right and just and fair in the world and push for change? What is it that you want for your kids? And then start looking at, okay, so is how I'm parenting in my everyday life with my kids supporting that goal? 
or undermining it. Because if, you know, we want kids to question authority, be critical thinkers, not just accept the status quo. Yeah, definitely. That makes sense. Um, I, I love what you're saying about just the kind of the kind of person that you want your kids to be and having that conversation um, with your spouse, especially that is, you know, those are conversations that my husband and I will have together. And um, it's, it's one of those things in, in marriage too, that can be um, a bit of a challenge and you want to be unified with your spouse as well. And I know, especially, you know, um, with the holiday season approaching, that is a huge area of opportunity, I believe for, Um, really setting some intentions and cultivating your family atmosphere um, with your children, with your, with your spouse, just overall and what that can look like. Um, I think so there's so much glitz and glam around the holiday season. And a lot Mm -hmm. of times the purpose can be lost um, on us. And I, I know for, for our family, you know, we, um, we have a lot of biblical standards. And so for us, you know, we wrestle a lot with wanting to make sure that we are, yes, like capturing, you know, the magic of childhood and things of that nature. And that's really important to my husband. But there's also this, this part to me where I'm like, well, I also don't want to um, raise children that are too expectant of material things and Mm. think that Christmas is just about getting gifts. And what more do I get? And what more do I get? And what more do I get? So I'm constantly wrestling with how can I, or how can me and my, my husband, how can we as a family come together and create holiday seasons that feel, you know, purposeful, intentional, that, that glorify God, that really focus on the reason for the season. Um, while also, you know, not, I don't want to also be like the, as (laughs) I'm just thinking about the movie, um, what is it? Freaky Friday, like the fun sucker, (laughs) you just suck (laughs) the fun out of everything, mom. Like, I don't want to be that person either, but I want to make sure that, you know, we're, we're doing things a little bit differently. And I think a lot of listeners are probably feeling that for not just Christmas, but you know, there's, there's Halloween coming up, especially for us believers. Some of us are like, Oh, Halloween, yay or nay. What do we do? Do you know all the candy? Do we allow them to eat the candy? Do we not allow them to eat the candy? Oh, the sugar, health things, gluten, not gluten, peanuts, like all the things we're thinking about COVID, no COVID, like, is this being intentional? Like there's so many things and Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and just a lot coming at us so much. And I think the holidays can be so overwhelming that we lose that magic. We lose that purpose. And we get so stressed about want to be too purpose. And then we want to be too perfect. And it just gets all messy. So how do do we fix the mess? Like how, how do we do exactly what you said, slow down Mm -hmm. and really cultivate some intention around the holiday season? Yeah. Yeah. So I think actually this year is an opportunity. Um, COVID for all of the the hard stuff that it's brought us, it's also given us an opportunity to slow down and strip away the noise a little bit and really come to understand what matters to us. Um, we can't go out and have big glitzy parties. We can't do things the way we've always done them. We can't do things out of habit. And there's a little bit of pain with that. There's a little bit of loss, a little bit of grief with that, but there's also great opportunity there. Opportunity to decide intentionally what it is that we want to communicate to our kids in these times, what it is that we want to provide for them, what it is that we want to support and nurture within them and within our family. And so I think really coming to a place of understanding what is it that we 
believe about this time? What is it that we want to offer to our kids? Taking time to journal yourself, taking time to sit with your partner and discuss it. Um, like if your partner is more into kind of this commercial aspects of holidays, find out what it is, you know, what it is that brings that to them. Like what, it, like what, it, like what does that mean to them? What, like there are likely very specific memories of the joy of coming down and maybe they didn't have a lot. And on Christmas, there was so much. And that feeling of abundance was something that they held very special in their heart and they want to give to their kids. Okay. So then how can we bring abundance into our kids' lives in a more intentional way, in a way that feels aligned with us, you know, but really getting curious with your partner and with yourself, I think on, on what it, like, what is the underlying meaning for, of all of these things? for us. And when, what do we want to communicate? Cause that's what we do every day with our kids. We communicate our values to them through our actions and through what we do with them. We, we are, we're, we're raising them to understand what's important to Mm -hmm. us, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's helpful. Yeah, it is. It's interesting to hear you. You're you're, you're, I love the way that you're, you're speaking so deeply about this and it's interesting because for me, I, I recognize that I am not always the deepest person, um, but I am at the same time. So what I, what I mean by that, for example, with the holidays, I am one to just kind of want to skip it. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) For me, it's like, like deep down, I want to be super intentional and cultivate like this lovely experience that communicates all the right things but then like on the surface I want to also just make it super simple super easy and just kind of for lack of better words like get through it um not not to the point of it not being intentional but more so like I'll I'll take I'll take Halloween for example which I'm not a huge fan of Halloween in general so this could be part of it um I don't really, as, as a believer, I don't really like to celebrate Halloween or really acknowledge it too much. And that's one of those things where my husband and I wrestle with a little bit because for him, it's like, yeah, I get that. He believes that, you know, we shouldn't do it either, but he's also like, but Halloween is like so fun for kids and getting them dressed up and candy and the cute and this, that, and the other. And so we've kind of come together with some different things that we'll do. Like we, we, we communicate hey, the the origins of Halloween is not something we stand with. It's not something we agree with. We believe in the Lord. And, and, you know, we know that, that that's just, and and we, we plan on getting some, um, some materials to help us communicate those things in kid-friendly language and things of that nature. Um, And our, our church will have like a little costume situation, but it's not anything super traditional Halloween. Like it's not scary. It's none of that kind of stuff. And then that, all that's great. But like, I also would be fine if we just didn't do anything. Like I'd be fine if they didn't dress up. I'd be fine if we didn't ever put a pumpkin out. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so fine (laughs) with not doing that. And that can, while that's like a holiday that I'm not super a fan of, I can blink and let Christmas become that too. Like I, for some reason, even though like I love Christmas and I enjoy decorating the tree and I love my Christmas music and I love to bop to my Kirk Franken and my Luther Vandross <laughs> and I, I, that's my childhood, you know, all that kind of stuff. I, I can also just like, just put up a tree 
and just listen to some music and kind of like call it a day. But like, it's hard for me to do the extra, like to, well, every 12th day of Christmas, we're going to do this, this thing. And we're going to, now we're going to go to the Christmas lights. And now we're going to make hot cocoa on, you know, this day and it's going to have marshmallows floating inside of it. And then, and we're going to make sure Advent is celebrated perfectly every year. And we're going to have an Advent calendar and all these things and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, instant overwhelm too much. I just want every, yeah. every day just needs to be regular until the day. Like the day can be special, but I'm really like not into yeah. all extra. Oh. I don't know if that's me being like not intentional or just me being but then I feel guilty, like, oh, like I'm not, you know, going the extra mile to create this magic for my children. Maybe I'm not being intentional enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I wrestle with that internally. Yeah. So there, I feel like there is a difference between like purpose and intention mm. and perfectionism and performance, right? So like we, I, I think you should strip it all away and find what is really meaningful to you. Like, and it doesn't have to be complicated at all. Like that it does not need to be overwhelming. In fact, it is quite, it's much better for it to be simple. So if we want to communicate something very clearly to children, children need things to be very simple and clear. Right. So I think you should take this opportunity that COVID is offering to you and strip it to its bare bones, to the essential pieces for you. One thing for us, um, we are in our family, we are not terribly religious, but we do have an advent calendar, but we do it differently than um, is often thought about. So uh, the advent season is joyful anticipation, right? And an opportunity to slow down and reflect and be in the moment. We're Catholic. Um, And when we do our Advent calendar, we have a little dish filled with treasures that we found on our walks over the year. And each day of Advent, one kid gets to pick one thing and we reminisce over where do we find that shell or that pebble or that pine cone and we put it in the Advent calendar. That's what we do. And that very clearly communicates to kids the importance of the time that we spend together, the um, connection to nature that's important to us as a family. Both of my kids go to an outdoor preschool. Um, My husband and I both grew up on farms. Connection to place and the natural world is very important to us. Um, So that tradition, that holiday tradition, very clearly communicates what's important to us. And it is very simple. It doesn't take a lot of time. It is just a moment. We light a candle and you know, light our, we have an advent wreath, you know, and we light the candle, we do the, we put it in and that's it. You know, it's very simple. Um, so it doesn't have to be a lot, you know, so that tradition came out of deciding like, what do we want to communicate to our, to our kids during this time? What do we want to spend our time, what our energy on? We don't do a lot of the other stuff, the hot cocoa and the trip to Santa and like all of those other things. We don't do it because it's not like it doesn't speak to us or speak to our yeah. family and what we want to communicate. So I don't like I I certainly don't want to give the impression that I'm ex- like, I'm saying you should be doing more. In fact, I think mm-hmm. you should be doing much less. Mm, that's so good. And that's that that goes to show how really like 
like every every listener, every every mom right now, I want you to just tune into this. Like, stop multitasking and just come, come, come here. Come, come back to. Are you here? Are you in the phone? Okay, you're back. Wonderful. <laughs> so that is why simplicity is the key to. It's it's really the foundation to the intention and the 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 breath of fresh air and the exhale and the conquering of the overwhelm and the stress and the mental load that every single one of us is craving, the answer is to simplify it and to really get back to what really matters. As we say in Mission Motherhood, getting back to your mission as a mother, a mission as a woman of God, a mission, your mission as a wife and your mission as a family, exactly what you're speaking to. Um, it's so funny to me because while like, this is the one area mission wise and intention wise, I just lack, like I'm so purposeful and like all the other things, but I just lack purpose when it comes to my I just lack vision, I guess, or mission or intention when it comes to the holidays. And so I love how you are telling us something very tangible that we can do, which is to find out what we want to really communicate to our children and what this what what this means to us what aligns to us as a family and how it can look different for everybody so because i'm i'm even going to ask this selfishly to myself for myself but for any other mother out there that's saying what is a more specific question that i can ask myself if i want to figure out well what does matter to me how do i know what matters to me when it comes to the holidays or really anything for that matter when i'm trying to define how I want to be more purposeful in my motherhood. Yeah. So a good question is to ask yourself in 30 years, when my children are getting ready to welcome their children and are look, thinking back about their Christmases and their child, their holidays in their childhood, what do I want them to remember? Mm. What is the feeling I want them to have? What is what do I, what do I, I, when they call to mind a picture of me during the holidays, what do I want them to see? Like, what do, what is the mem, what are the memories that I want my kids to, to think of? You know, if we think back on our childhood holidays, we likely don't have very clear memories, but we maybe have a picture in time, a frozen moment. Um, I can think of one where um, my, mom and her sister um, let me and my cousin use their makeup and we were sitting in front of a Christmas tree putting on makeup. It was time to just slow down. Like we were just able to just play and be together and that was it. And it like, so thinking about that, what do I remember from my childhood? What do, what do I remember about my mom? What do I remember? And what do I want my kids to remember? I think those are good questions to be asking mm. us ourselves. I, I would have never thought to think, what do we want our children to remember 30 years from now? Like that is so, that is so good. It made me, it made me stop and think, okay, well, what do I remember as well? And I think, you know, there might be somebody right now too, who's listening and saying, well, my memories weren't very fond and that can be very painful and frustrating. And I, I'm a little kind of in that camp as well. I won't say it was, it wasn't terrible by any means, but um, you know, just some great memories and some memories that were just kind of like, meh, you know, not, not the best. Um, and that that's okay. I think it's important to, to revisit that 
pain for the purpose of this and then to forgive and let go and to use that to allow you to know, okay, how do we want this to be, to be different? And how do we want this to, to, how do we want to rewrite this narrative for our family right now? And, and doing that, you know, while yes, it's about the holidays, it's doing that with every aspect of motherhood and life. How do we want to rewrite this narrative and holding on to that for that kind of circling back to what you said in the beginning of this episode about the intentional parenting and not wanting to kind of parent out of habit, which is what a lot of parents end up doing. And Hey, listen, I want to make sure that everyone understands, like, we're all, we're not perfect. We are not human. Like we're, we're, we're human. We're not human. No, no, we're not human guys. We are not perfect. We are human. And so every single one of us, even with the most the most intentional person ever is going to have days where habitual parenting is what's occurring. Mm -hmm. And you may yell and you may, you know, say something that you never thought you'd say like that, that all will happen. It can happen. It's, it's not going to be perfect. Like you said, we're not striving for perfectionism. We're striving just for that intentionality and that purpose. Um, But when we have that, that vision and that mission to hang on to, that's what drives us when we are tempted to default to that habitual parenting or default yeah. to what's easy in the moment or default to what, whatever it is that is kind of like the, the, the thing that's not maybe the harder thing to do. And I don't want to say harder, but sometimes just more, it might be a little bit more involved. Or it might take a little bit more thought. It might take a little bit more, a little bit more effort to do some of that intentionality. And I think sometimes that can make people stray away a little bit. Like, um, oh, that, that's a lot of energy. Oh, that sounds like it's too much energy for me. I, I'm yeah. already stretched thin. I don't, I don't want to do too, like I do, but I don't, you know, and, and it can kind of spiral into another place. But when you don't have a why to hang on to, that's when it turns into a strive for perfectionism. When you have a why that is driving you and fueling you, that's when you stay focused in the intention part of it. And, and you allow grace for that as well, um, which I think is 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 so important. So I, I don't know. I, I don't even know where exactly I was going with that, but that's just what was kind of what was kind of on my heart about just responding to everything everything yeah. that you said. Um, do you have anything that you want to add to that? Well, I so agree. The having a why. I mean, that's intention. That's purpose. That's mission. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a calling. Having having a firm understanding of your purpose in whatever you're doing absolutely is so crucial so that in that moment, when you realize you veered off course, you know how to get back, right? You know how to get right back because you know the course you're, you're meant to be on. Um, And I, I mean, I, this is, I think this self-compassion is an absolutely critical skill to build and it is a skill. It's a practice. It's not something that most of us learned growing up how to be compassionate with ourselves and others um particularly with ourselves um but you're so right we are all imperfect humans that's the one thing that ties us together across all lines is that we are by our very nature imperfect mm-hmm. and worthy of mm-hmm. compassion those are the like those are the two fundamental truths about humans we're born worthy and imperfect beings. Mm -hmm. That's it. 
And so we do, we'll make mistakes, we'll correct, and in the process, we'll build resilient relationships with our kids, kid relationships that can handle a little, little bit of stress and know how to repair and come back, you know, to, to what really matters. Mm, that's so good. I love that so much. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, I just would love to, one, I have a couple more questions for you. One, I want to just ask, what is that? one last thing that you would want to tell um, moms today on this show. And then we're going to jump into some more fun questions just to kind of wrap everything up. Uh, Does that sound good to you? Ready? Yes, absolutely. So what is that one last thing that you want to share with us today that you just like, it's on your heart? Yeah. So when in doubt, slow down. That's good. If it's all, if it all seems like it's going haywire and you don't know what you do, you're doing and you've lost control of the ship, just slow down. Just take a moment. Nothing is an emergency. No one's going to die. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's all, we, there is time to just slow down. That's good. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. Okay. Yep. You know, that just, it confirmed in me my slow day that I had today. Mm. had a much slower day and I'm getting into like cycle syncing. And so I'm mm-hmm. syncing with my cycle and my cycle told me today to slow down. <laughs> oh, and so, so that's, that's, what we're, that's what we're doing. We're, we're learning to listen to myself. Um, and it's been a, an amazing transition, but sometimes there's that like little, that little voice in the back of your mind. That's like, you shouldn't be going slow. You should be, you should be, you should be right. Listening to the should be's. Um, oh, and the shoulds. Yeah. Oh. So it's um, I love that. I love that that, that is that advice that that advice that um that that you're giving us like when whatever it is whatever whenever you're feeling like you're lost or just things went haywire crazy you yelled whatever happened you just slow down in that moment take a deep breath you come back to it that's good and we're we're practicing that a lot of that in our house and it's just it's been going so well and just so much more intention um, and relationship building happening with COVID. Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful, even though it's a little frustrating at times to be, excuse me, um, to be at home all day long. It is definitely a season that I'm grateful for, for how much refining that is happening um, personally that oh. would not have happened without COVID. So mm, I could go on. Same, but. same. I mean, my, my kids literally said to me the other day, mom, it's been hard but we're so much like, we're such better friends now. So we're really grateful for this time we had together. Like That's good. That's oh, I love that. I love that. You know, Actually, so many going, gifts. Into the, going into the fun questions, how, how old are your kids? Um, they're just turned eight and five and a half. Mm, okay. And um, genders? Girls, both girls. Oh, both girls. Oh, awesome. I love that. <laughs> are they like, you know, do they get along? Are they, are they like, um, you know, very different or do they kind of do their own thing? They play a lot together. Yeah. So they are very good friends. Um, they of course have squabbles. Mm-hmm. Um, one, my oldest one is pretty intense and strong willed. She's a beautiful mirror. She holds up all of those qualities that I have within myself that I'm <laughs> challenged to love unconditionally within me as I love them unconditionally in her. Mm-hmm. Um, and my other one is sweet and silly and very different, very, I just, I mean, just very effervescent, you know? And so, but they're, they're lovely. They're lovely friends. They like to play dragons. So I get called the mother 
of dragons a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they probably don't even realize the reference, do they? They have I love no that. idea. <laughs> but yes, so I do get to, I, I get to be the mother of dragons. We have rules about when dragons are allowed, like, you know, dragons aren't allowed at the dinner table or Ooh, <laughs> in the <yeah>. living room. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. My daughter um, is, I mean, every week we're somebody new, it depends on like what she's watching. So this week she's Donnie from this um, super wing show that my husband oh. found on Netflix. But I'm, I'm, it, it's like Australian. It's like an Australian cartoon. It's kind of interesting. It, it wasn't my favorite show. Um, it's not a bad show. It, 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 I try to keep everything like kind of educational. Like yeah. from the show, like we're not just going to watch anything. And he like, he looked it up and he was like, well, babe, I saw that the reviews were great and everyone was raving about it. And it's okay. It's not my favorite, but she also likes Octonauts on, on Netflix, which is like, I don't know. It's this really great show. And, and, um, and so sometimes like one week she's Donnie and the next week she's, she's, Oh, what's the guy's name? Like I'm peso and, and Harper is to tunip or turnip or whatever. And I forget what her, I can't, I can't believe I can't remember it, but like we all have to play and we all have the roles Um, for the longest time. She was Daniel tiger and my, and my, and my baby, my baby um harper she was margaret and i was mom tiger and uh, my husband was dad tiger it's it's hilarious to watch their little imaginations so i love it i I, I can't wait for them to get a little bit older and just kind of see where where it takes them as they grow yeah if you're looking for uh, australian or new zealand shows there's two really great ones um that I like if you're just looking for new shows so i really love puff and rock that's on netflix i don't know if you've found that one but it's it's a very sweet, slow, um, lovely little show um, that has two siblings, like an oh, older sister okay. and a little one. And they're very sweet. Um, it's lovely and educational. My kids learn so much about like the ecosystems in New Zealand. Ooh, lovely. Okay. I'll look at that. Um, and the other one is Bluey. I don't have you heard of Bluey? No. So Bluey's on Disney Plus. Um, it's it is like the most beautiful, like instructive parenting show. So like Bluey's parents are like wonderful parents. Really? So so, like, if you watch Bluey with your kids, it'll be, it's like taking a parenting class. (laughs) Okay. Will, I will will ask for those for the show notes. So everyone can look up those. I think, especially with COVID and winter is coming, not to (laughs) a little play on the mother's dragons. You see what I did? Yes, I did. Um, but seriously, we all need some new recommendations for some intentional yeah. screen time. So make sure those are in the show notes because I'm sure everyone's going to be like, what was that? What was that show? So um, <laughs> yes. awesome. Thank you for those. Okay. A couple last minute questions. Um, what's your Enneagram number? Oh, I don't know. I've never done it. Oh, I'm going to need you to do that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to need you to take the Enneagram test. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, shoot. <laughs> That was, I can't have a conversation about it. You don't know, do you know like anything about it or not so much? I don't. I'm kind of into human design. Have you heard of human design? No, I haven't heard of this. It's a similar thing, but it's based on your birth location and date and time, like very specific, like to the minute your birth time, like it's fascinating. And it's helped me so much in parenting my strong-willed kid, like finding out her human design profile, like. Like, so she is her, her profile. She, um, prefers yes or no questions instead of open-ended questions. So like if I'm offering her food, instead of offering her an either or choice, I will say, do you want cottage cheese? 
Ooh. and like, and she can make a snap decision versus like getting overwhelmed and, you know, losing her cool over not having the choice that she wanted. Okay. How can we get this human design connect? Like where, where do we get this? I'll send you, I'll send you the link um, that I, that I prefer that my daughter's occupational therapist sent to me, but it's, oh. I'll, I'll send you the link to it because I can't remember it right now, but I'll send it to you so you can okay. have it for your show notes. <laughs> That'll be in the show notes guys. This is yes. I think this, all these resources I'm here for it. Awesome. All right. Well, my last question for you was just going to be, what is like something recently that you have discovered and that, that you've just want, like been like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like I have to share this or, you know, it can be like a makeup product, a, a, a shirt or a book or a movie or just something fun that you've been like, you, oh. you've discovered it and you texted your girlfriends and are like, try this thing so we can. Yeah. <laughs> so I got this new hair dryer and I know that this is maybe just seems silly, but I, so I have curly hair um, and it, and a lot of hair, like a lot. Normally, I like when I guarantee you, you don't have more hair than I do. When I go to get my hair, like hair done, like dyed and stuff, the hair like stylists always have to like book like two or three extra hours for me. It's a lot. Like. It's just a lot. I, I'm sure. I'm sure you have more, but it's a lot. So normally, like if I'm gonna dry and straighten my hair rather than like plopping it and letting it be curl, curly, like it takes me an hour or two to dry it and then straighten it. And I got this hair dryer, and it I'm going from wet to smooth and no flat iron in 25 minutes. Ooh! I'm not kidding. It's amazing. Wow. That's really cool. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so we'll have it for all of you out there who straighten their hair. We'll have a link to that in the show notes as yeah. well. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, this is such a pleasure having you and such an amazing conversation. Can you just let us know where we can find you, connect with you for mamas that want to learn more and get some resources on how they can be more intentional and respectful in their parenting? Where can we connect with you? Absolutely. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Laura Froyan PhD. Um, so those are easy to find me. I love doing Instagram reels. So come check out my reels. They're yeah. lots of fun. Okay. Well, you're better than me because I can't stand them. <laughs> <Don't like me. laughs> no, I have so much fun with them. I get to be so like nerdy and non-cool. <laughs> you're going to have to teach me your ways. <laughs> All right. Thanks, girl. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, for thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Mission Motherhood Podcast. You can check out the show notes for this episode at carolinejsemlin.com slash blog. If the content of this episode helped you in any way, please take a few minutes to share this episode with a mama friend, share this podcast to your Instagram stories, and leave us a review in iTunes and subscribe to the show. Thank you so much for listening, mama. See you next time.